Yo, it's Batman Live 2002, and today I'm joined by... Crony. Crony. Crown Dome. Crown Master. Chrome on the car. Chrome on your... On your I, I don't... Just, just stop. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I, I fell at life. And today, Crony, we're bringing back a popular segment by popular demand of people who listen to this podcast. Um, before we did a podcast on, you know... I would describe an anime, and then you would compare it to those shows you like watching on, like, Netflix and stuff, right? Is that correct? Uh-huh. Yeah, so today, we're gonna bring that back. I got three more anime for you that you're gonna compare to your shows or movies, or whatever the heck you wanna compare it to. And then uh, we'll see, we'll see if uh, you get fairly close. How's that sound? Alright. Alright, alright. So, here we go. Without further ado, uh, let's go. So, this first anime. This first anime is called Nadome Cantabile. I might be mispronouncing that. Nadome Cantabile. And basically, this anime is about a young musician named Chiaki. And, um, you know, he has the piano and violin uh, skills of a god. And, um, you know, this is one day, his, his dream to conduct uh, a full-on orchestra so uh, that, that is just his dream and he wants to go overseas and stuff but the problem is that he is definitely afraid of flying because of an accident at a younger age anyway he's definitely afraid of flying so he can't really leave Japan and Japan doesn't have any orchestras if he wants to really you know live out his dream he has to go to Europe the land of orchestras and all that stuff but anyway um, so uh, he, so yeah, he plays at a professional level, piano uh, and violin, and he conducts really well. And one day, he runs into a slob of a girl named Nadome, and a slob of a girl. Her name's Nadome, and she's a genius when it comes to piano playing, but she's more of a mad genius as opposed to like an actual legit genius. But uh, yes. Um, one thing leads to another, and they start to fall in love, and uh, their their lives just become intertwined from that point on. Go ahead. What what do you got? What do you got for me? Coyote ugly. Okay, wait. Before we begin, Coyote ugly. Yep. I've seen that movie with you numerous times. Uh-huh. Okay, this is gonna be good. Let's go. So Coyote ugly is about a girl or a woman, whatever you, whatever. Who wants to become a well-known songwriter. Mm. But she doesn't want to sing her own songs. Even though she has the innate ability to be able to do so. And mm. the reason why she doesn't want to sing her own songs in front of a crowd. Is because her she believed that her mother could never do it. Mm. Kept her from actually singing her own song. So she wrote demos. And she moved to New York to become a songwriter. And as she tries to get in contact with uh, music producers and whatnot. She is lied to and says that this Mr. Donovan person is a music... And who's, who, who, who is Mr. Donovan? He is the man that eventually uh, falls in love with her and gets her rolling on the path that she needs to go on mm. to get her music out there, get her songs out there. And he keeps pushing her and pushing her to actually sing her own songs. And she argues him into the ground, 
saying that she can't uh she can't sing her songs and stop pushing her and all this other stuff and all the meanwhile she is uh working at a bar called coyote ugly with the name of the movie mm-hmm. to make money as she is trying to get her songs on the map <sighs> I, I i don't know i think you were reaching on that one i think you were reaching on that no, one no it's about someone who is afraid of their potential well, he's not afraid of his potential. He's just literally afraid of getting on the airplane because he had an accident when he was a kid where he almost died right, in the airplane. And she's literally afraid of singing her own songs because she believed in a fear of someone else who crippled her ability to be able to do it for herself. I see where you're going with it. Fine, fine, fine. Fine, Coyote Ugly compared to Nadome Cantabile. I, I, it's this... You've been dead on before. I feel like this is more of a, a four out of five hit as opposed to a five out of five dead on hit. But all right, fine. I'll give that one to you. That was, that was pretty clever of you, isn't it? And if I shall say a four out of five is 80%, so that's still passing. Well, you know what? On uh, the What's Awesome podcast, you need a five out of five. You need 100% oh. all the time. Oh. All the time. Okay, here we go. Here's the second anime. Um, the old school, 1979, I believe it's 1979, but anyway, the original Gundam, Mobile Suit Gundam 0079. So basically, Gundam, you know what Gundam is, you know, the giant uh, robots, the mechs, and they're shooting at each other, and they got uh, swords and crap, you know, yeah? You're... I, I don't remember. You don't remember Gundam? With the giant robots, mechs, that people get in them and they're like, "No, I'm shooting!" and they're, they're screaming their emotions and crap. Oh, wait, are the are the giant things these machines controlled by people from the inside? Yes. Okay, I I, I vaguely remember. Okay, well, anyway, there's no way you've seen this particular Gundam, but there's millions of Gundam anime. I'm just saying, are you familiar with the genre of people? Just think Power Rangers, all right? Power Rangers, they're Power Rangers jumping into a giant robot, all right? Is, is that easier? Yeah, yeah. Okay, anyway. So, basically, you got the original Mobile Suit Gundam 079. And it's basically the Federation versus Zeon. How's Zeon from, um, from space? They're basically space people, okay? And the Federation are people from Earth. And uh, Zeon wants to destroy the people from Earth, and people from Earth want to destroy Zeon. And there's just crazy one-year war. So basically, we follow the adventures of one, a guy named Amaru Ray, Amaru, Amaru Ray, and um, one thing leads to another. And uh, he has to jump on this big uh, state-of-the-art spaceship called White Base, and um, they're on the run. From, oh, I I know what you're gonna say too. Basically, they're behind enemy lines and they're they're just stuck, and they gotta get back to Earth, but they're in space. So now they I know exactly what you're gonna say. I know. But anyway, sorry. They're basically stuck, right? Like, basically, Amaro lives in the giant space colony thing, and so this giant spaceship shows up. All the crews killed. So now Amaro and his inexperienced friends and family and other people of that colony have to commandeer the base and they have to get back to earth and they're fighting the whole way they're running on supplies it's basically a story of survival of being the underdog and then they finally get to earth and then they're still fighting for survival the whole time if you don't say what i think you're gonna say 
Um, I'm going to end this podcast right now. Go ahead. Well, the first thing that came to mind was Star Trek. Oh, okay. But I don't know. I don't, I'm don't. i not sure if that's what you thought. No. What, what, so wait. No, so what, tell so, me what you thought. I was going so to so that's, that's your pick? No, it's, that's uh, not my pick. That's the first thing that came to mind. No, then tell me what your pick is. Well, my pick was... Uh, it was uh, from an episode of Lost in Space that I saw on Netflix. Okay, well, I'll tell you what I was thinking. I was thinking of the Warriors. Have you ever seen the Warriors? No. <laughs> well, what? you know, Warriors come out and play. you never seen that? You just embarrassed yourself. I don't know what that is. <laughs> okay, well, the, obviously you can't think of something you've never seen. Please continue. And anyway, the Warriors is about a gang who's stuck behind enemy lines, and they got to fight their way to back to their turf. And there's a bunch of other gangs. There's baseball gangs and clown gangs, and it's weird. Anyway, go ahead. Now, what? Just, just go. What's your choice again? Yeah, it was an episode of Lost in Space. I've never heard of that show. What is that about? Well, Lost in Space was originally a really, a, a, it was a show. It's exactly what it sounds like, basically. It was a show that began a long time ago, probably in the 50s, in black and white. But uh, they, I guess, have recreated it now on Netflix. And I have, I have not seen the whole series, but I was at a friend's house and she was watching it. And so I, was, I caught a part of it, where basically this family, or this whatever, are, they go into space because they're, in they're in a time where they're able to just go on vacation there or whatever. Uh... And then, uh, trying to get home, something happens to their ship, they're not able to get home. Uh, and as you say, they, you know, have to come, overcome all these different obstacles before they can get home. So they're literally lost in space. One of the girls gets trapped in, like, some kind of frozen icicle, I don't know, I wasn't paying too much attention, but that's just that part. Uh, one of the sons gets, uh, lost or left by his father because the father or the male figure, I don't know, uh, has to go and save the one that's trapped, but then has to figure out a way to save the one who is left uh, in another part of space. The mom has to have her leg amputated because she got into some kind of accident. And so the one who was trapped in the little icicle thing, and for those of you who have seen this episode on Netflix, don't charge it to my heart, charge it to my head because I really don't know the I, I don't know what that means. I've never heard that phrase. Don't charge it to my heart, charge it to my head. What did you just make that up? No, well, you hear that in church all the time. Don't, it means I am not making stuff up for no reason. But when I, have you heard this in church? All I go the to time. I go to the same church you go to. Well, I've been to different churches. Anyway, I've heard it all the time. It just means if I mess up something it's not on purpose. It's just how I remember it. Alright, anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they have to overcome all these obstacles. The girl that was trapped in the ice, uh, is, is the medical, the medic person. And the mom was not trapped in the ice, needed her leg amputated. And so she had to guide her sister into, uh, the ways of, uh, amputating the mother's leg. And yeah, so that's, and they have to go through all these different obstacles, uh, to finally get back home to earth. Now, judging that this, uh is a series on Netflix. I'm sure it takes a very long time for them to ever get home. Now, here is a question. It takes a long time for White Base and its crew to get home. 
Were there giant robots in this in this show? Uh, I believe so. I don't know about giant. No, no, not no, not not handheld robot. I'm talking about giant well, I don't, I robots don't. that you can get into and blow people up with. There was a part where I heard of some kind of alien robot thing, but I wasn't actually. I heard it. I wasn't actually looking at the TV when it came out. So I, don't <laughs> I think you were reaching on that one too. Well, it's close enough. You think you heard about a robot giant alien robot thing? Okay, all right, sure. Here's the final one for the day. <clears throat> a beautiful anime called Garden, The Garden of Words, which I got to see the world premiere at, um, <clears throat> sorry, I was something in my throat, at the Anime Expo, and I was one of the first people to get the review out on the internet, interweb, when it first came out. Anyway, so basically The Garden of Words is by the renowned Makoto Shinkai, and it's about a chance encounter by a guy named Tako. T A K A O Taco. His name's not Taco. His name Sounds is like Taco O. And basically, he's a he's a middle a middle schooler, high schooler, right? And uh, oh, wait, wait, we have company. We're gonna take a short commercial break because we're about to be interrupted by a very rude person, and uh, we'll we'll get back to this. Stay tuned. Alright, we're back. Uh, my older brother was walking up, and I thought for sure he was going to interrupt us. He didn't see us for some reason. We were sitting right in front of him. Anyway, <laughs> Garden of Words is about a guy. His name is Takoo, not Taco. And he's a high school uh, student. He has dreams of being a, a shoe designer. And, uh, you know, that's all good and gravy, right? So basically, um, he goes and he skips school every once in a while. And he sits under this gazebo-type area. And and he draws and sketches shoes and stuff. And there's in one day he notices there's a middle-aged woman named Yukino. And she, she just sits there and just looks sad you know like she sits across from the gazebo and he's there and um every time the rainy season's there um he goes into this kind of garden and they they escape the rain kind of together um you know sitting there as the rain's coming down and he's drawing and she's just sitting there doing whatever and they they start to talk and like i say he's a high school kid and she's a middle-aged woman she just seems to be in a rut and um you know one day the rainy season ends and he doesn't see her anymore which sucks but uh one thing i'm just gonna uh there's more to it but basically at the end of the day they kind of fall in love um, it's more taboo for a high schooler to love an older woman in America than it is for that to happen in Japan. So just keep that in mind. Um, so yeah, I, whatever, go. <laughs> you know, that doesn't even remind me of a particular, uh, show or movie, but it does remind me of one thing in particular. What's that? I have no idea what their actual names were, but it reminded me of something that was on the news when I was in elementary school. Wait, wait I thought you were going to say the catch a predator, but go ahead. <laughs> she, <laughs> he is in high school. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, it was about a woman who got arrested and went to jail 
because she fell in love and married her son's best friend. Oh my gosh, and how old was the son's best friend? Like 15, and she was a teacher. Ah, that that sounds exactly like this. It said that the girl in this, or woman, is a businesswoman or an office worker, whatever. Yeah, so basically her son brings this guy around, you know, like they're hanging out or whatever. And uh, he meets the son. They end up falling. She meets the son. They end up falling in love. Have a physical relationship. And then she goes to jail for, I don't know, I guess a few, oh, I guess only a few years because now they're all happy to whatever. And uh, then they end up having kids together. Oh, wow. So oh, was... you know what? You know, actually, this does remind me of a movie. Well, I was going to ask during this uh, encounter, in a real-life encounter, not even the show, but um, this real-life encounter, did was it raining? I don't know. Because uh, if it's not raining, then you have failed. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> Continue. There is a, this does remind me of the movie, That's My Boy. That's My Boy. It, now, when you say, that's my boy, now, do you just say, that's my boy, or you say, that's my boy? That's my boy. Ah, that's my boy. Oh, that's how you say it. All right, go ahead. With Adam Sandler and, and all his usual people that uh, he has. Of course, of course. I can't, I can't name them, but I know exactly the same five guys in all of his movies. Okay. Well, there's a, a few new ones. But anyway, like Vanilla Ice is in this movie, whatever. Anyway, so he has a son with his teacher. Oh, God. So, his teacher, Miss McGarrickle. Miss what? Miss McGarrickle. McGarrickle. Yes. So, they end up uh, having a... This kid was, like, 12. All right? And she was a teacher. She was the teacher. And then they have this uh, relationship. She gets pregnant, and then she goes to jail. She's basically in jail for the rest of her life. And so, uh, when the kid is born, she gives... The kid to the boy, and the boy names him Han Solo. And so, Han Solo is raised on, you know, a very bad diet. Was allowed to do whatever he wants. He had no rules. He ended up fat. And so then, at one point, he uh, was like, "I'm not living like this anymore. I'm leaving." So he leaves his dad, and uh, he goes live his own life and becomes a very rich, successful guy. Ends up getting married. Blah blah blah. And then ends up uh, reconnecting with his dad, and all of this craziness ensues. He, uh, you know, they get drunk and all that stuff. And Adam Sandler is his dad, Adam Sandler. Yes. And how have I never heard of this movie? He named his son Han Solo. How the heck have I never heard of this movie? It sounds like Daddy's Boy. What? No, it's called That's My Boy. Daddy's Boy is an Adam Sandler movie, isn't it? That's called Big Daddies. Oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, anyway, I'm sorry. Continue. It's called That's My Boy. It's a film that was made in 2012. It's it's very funny. You should watch it. Anyway. Oh, okay. Uh, but, yeah, there we go. And then uh, as far as rain, there is... I don't believe there's any rain, but uh, there is a point... Uh, one of the things in the movie where uh, uh, the son, Han Solo, uh, he has to have a spare pair of underwear 
in his pocket at all times. Okay. Because when he gets scared... Uh, he grabs his pants? Yes. Oh, of course. And then one day, when the dad goes to meet the mom in jail for an interview or whatever, because there was a secret interview that would have gotten him a lot of money because Adam Sandler, his character, was really popular for getting his teacher pregnant. But anyway, uh, Han Solo pops up, finds out that there was a secret interview that was going to make his dad millions of dollars or whatever, and uh, he gets scared and embarrassed and craps himself. So there wasn't uh, rain in the, from the sky, but there was rain in his pants. <laughs> what? Wow. 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 Um Okay, the only the only thing that's similar to this to the anime and everything you just said is the only thing you focused on was the fact that there was a grown one with a, a boy, but you didn't focus on the, the romantic conversations they had. I don't even think I mentioned that. It, I, uh, wow. <laughs> well, I, I don't think you did so good you, this episode. Oh, but, but see, here's the thing. You can't expect me to find a show that's exactly like that. I, I don't care. I have to find Rain in your pants I... compared to rain in the sky. It's still rain. Wow. That wow, wow, um, well, wow, uh, you you knocked it out the last two times we did this, but this is just sad. You can't, there is not an all I, I, I know there isn't, but rain in your pants. <laughs> I, I, wow, I'm just getting into podcasts here. Um, guys, it's Batman Live 2002. Um, yeah, I guess you should go to my website with awesome.com. Uh, W-A-S-A-S-U-M dot com you can go on Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, whatever um, wow do you have any final words for the for the viewers, the listeners now, viewers, they, oh, let's watch the podcast for the listeners oh, just, just watch That's My Boy if you haven't seen it, go ahead take a couple hours out of your day and watch it a couple I, hours as long as this movie no, I think it's like an hour and a half or you something. You just said a couple of hours, like it's a long. Or give yourself some time to watch the movie. Is all I'm trying to say. It's oh, funny. Okay. I think it's funny. It's stupid, but it's funny. Well, it is an Adam Sandler movie, and apparently there's rain coming down in pants. Sis, sis, sis. I don't know. Just pants. plural of pants is pants. Plural of pants is pants. Yes. Uh, yeah, I know. It's it, just <laughs> I know that. You're making me seem foolish on my own podcast. Gosh. Uh, just, this is Batman Live 2002. Who are you? Crony. Crown Dome. Crown Master. Crown on your car. Crown in your teeth. Crown in, crown in your leg if you get your leg shot off in Iraq or something. Uh, wait, wait, I got more. Um, um, crown in your bathtub. Crown on your toilet. Just okay. I'm done. Goodbye, people. I love you all. Stay was awesome. <laughs>